Welcome to More Than Medicine, where Jesus is more than enough for the ills that plague our culture and our country. Hosted by author and physician, Dr. Robert Jackson, and his wife, Carlotta, and daughter, Hannah Miller. So listen up, because the doctor is in. Welcome to More Than Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Jackson, bringing to you biblical insights and stories from the country doctor's rusty, dusty scrapbook. Well, I'm privileged today to have a guest, Lou Nespeka. Uh, Lou, tell my listening audience a little bit about yourself. Well, Dr. Jackson, I, I moved to the uh, Spartanburg area in 1999. My plant up north closed. Um, by schooling, I'm an industrial engineer and a mathematician. I was working as a quality manager. I've been a quality manager down here for about 20 years. And a friend of mine uh, asked me to come work for him selling and buying metal, which I do now, uh-huh. kind of far away from quality. But, you know, it gave me a, an insight on auditing and managing systems. And um, I love this area, and I consider it my home. Great, great, great. Well, it's been a privilege for me to get to know you and uh, connect with you a little bit on the last year or so. Well, now, Lou, the reason I invited you on is I wanted you to talk a little bit about the <clears throat> the issue in Spartanburg County about the penny tax, as it's called. And uh, I listened to a presentation that you made, and I was very impressed with your information and knowledge about the issue. So if you don't mind, just uh, inform my listening audience a little bit about this penny tax issue that's got folks uh, a little riled up in Spartanburg County. No problem, Dr. Jackson. Again, thank you for having me on. But, you know, technically it's not a penny. It's 1%. Um, and I think they want the people to believe that every transaction will only chip in a penny. It won't. It'll chip in 1% of the transactions. And, and I don't really understand their deceit on calling it a penny because it is 1%. And I want everybody to understand, you know, if the average transaction in in Spartanburg County is $25, 1% will pay $0.25. Cents. The one penny, obviously, is just a penny. If the average transaction is $50, it's $0.50 cents as opposed to a, as a penny. And obviously, as it goes up, it's more. So, you know, it could be as much as 125, 200 times a penny. And I think they're they're calling it a penny, so people will say, you know, who wouldn't fix the who wouldn't fix the roads for a penny? But it's a lot more than that. As a matter of fact, over the six year run, it's going to be about four hundred and eighty five million dollars that they'll collect. And I I just I just want people to understand. There's currently the one percent tax they put in, also called the penny tax, that's supposed to sunset in April. And like all taxes I've seen, it's not going to sunset. All we did is now we're just going to say, well, you know, that tax is going away in April, so we want a new tax to take its place. I very rarely ever see a tax go away. Once you're taxed, they'll find another use for it. Now, I have to admit, the 1% did build the courthouse and the additional buildings they're going to do, but I just want everybody to know this 1% is going to last for six years. It's not just going to be one or two years. It's going to be six years. And if you go back on what the county did with the, with the assumption that they were going to fix the roads, the $25 road fee per plate onto our license plates was supposed to be used to fix our roads. It wasn't. 
It replaced the money from the general fund, and no additional money was contributed to pave our roads. Now, again, I don't want anybody to think that anybody did anything wrong with the money or the money went to any individual, but they were collecting or, or distributing about $5 million a year prior to the license plate fee to pave the road, strictly on their on their budget to pave roads. Who's, who's the their budget? Plate, was that state money or county money? No, county. This is all county right now. Okay. So they they were spending about about five to six million dollars a year on paving roads. Well, now the penny tax, or excuse me, the twenty five dollar license plate fee came in, and it was generating on its own anywhere from five to eight million dollars. There was a high point; it generated eight, but mostly about six million dollars. So they were spending five million dollars a year on the roads. And they got an additional revenue stream of $5 million. And you would think if you want to catch up to roads that are bad, they would have been spending anywhere from 10 to $12 million on the roads. But they didn't, according to their own budget. And, and again, I want people to understand, I'm not saying anybody kept the money, but they didn't spend that additional money on the roads. If there were other projects that they deemed more important, so be it. But that tax was put in place to fix our roads, and they didn't do it. Um, they, they kept funding at the current rate. And if your current rate isn't enough to fix your roads and you get an additional stream of money, you would think they'd want to apply that additional stream of money to fix the roads, but they didn't do that. And I'm sure they applied it to something else that they deemed needed. But once again, they let our roads go and, and, and not get fixed. And, you know, we also gave the state, now Now I'm switching to the state, we also gave the state a 12-cent increase on gasoline. And, and I was a resident here, and I was active in politics here, and it was, again, intention of paving our roads. But all we get now are excuses that there's no material or crews available to do the work. Now, they didn't wait to collect the 12 cents. They immediately collected the 12 cents. Now, Six and a half years later, they've kind of thrown their hands up and say, well, we can't get the crews. We can't get the material. And I want to elaborate that a little bit on that point a little bit farther. State Route 357, I drive basically from one end off 176 all the way to 29 every day. I drive that every day. The road is sinking into the earth. And it hasn't been paved in at least the 10 to 15 years I've been driving on that road. So I was really glad to see when the state said 357 will be done in the third quarter of 22. Well, it was December, the fourth quarter of 22. The road still wasn't done. I got on the, the SCDOT website, and what they've done is they moved it to the third quarter of 23, which is now. So, again, it was a year wait, horrible road. And now you get on the SCDOT website, they've moved it to the summer of 2024. Now, I don't know any other business, certainly not, not in any quality field I've been in, where you can actually have a schedule and you miss your schedule, you miss your deadlines, and they just move your deadlines one year later and consider themselves on schedule. And a quality I mean, business any, with any, with excellence in, in in any category. Right. I, 
I can't imagine having my boss come to me and say, hey, you know, this week is your deadline to have that report in. Well, I'm sorry, boss, but um, I just didn't have a chance to do it, so I'll catch it up next month or next year as soon as I can. Oh, okay, thank you. No, it would be you miss two or three deadlines. It's going to be a serious talking to maybe unemployment in your future. But in the state of South Carolina, when that happens, they give the head of the SCDOT a 60% raise. And they keep but, collecting our taxes. Yes, they do. And, and, you know, Dr. Jackson, that's an excellent point. If you have a schedule which you're 84% late on your projects, now your projects were supposed to be paved in 22, but you weren't going to get to them, so you moved them to 23. Now you're not going to get to them until 24. What happens to the 33 to $40 billion a month that they collect Where's the accounting to show, hey, you know, you're not spending the $500 million that you budgeted to the roads because you can't get the material in crews, not to mention you've been collecting that tax money ever since you started this. And, and some people are under the impression that we only pay $0.12 cents tax on our gas. There was a, an initial $0.17 cents that we paid for maintenance of the roads and SCDOT funding. We gave them now another $0.12. Cents they're collecting 29 cents a gallon for the the SCDOT and the and the road fees. It's a part of it, and I just don't see any of that getting done. You're right. And You're and right. if 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 we want to compare the state to the county, if the county with their 500 million dollar budget to pay in 2023 can't get material or crews to pave, how does the county plan to do that? And and if you, you know, the, the mathematician in me, if you collect $485 million over the six-year life at the national average of $332,000 to pave a two-mile road, so if you're going to pay four-mile roads, you're going to get half as, you know, you're going to spend twice as much to get the same amount done. But if you were just going to pave two-mile roads, you would have enough to pave almost 1,500 miles of roads. If you compare the little over 1,720 about miles of roads we have in this county, that's 85% of the roads could be repaved. And again, I want to be fair. If there's four-lane roads, it's going to cost more. And if some of the Conestoga wagon trails, I would think that we have here, these small roads, it's going to cost a little less. So their plan doesn't come close to this. And I know the state of South Carolina has begun, because they're so far behind, giving money to the municipalities to pave their roads. And where does that – who's counting all that money? Where is all that money going? Because according to one source, you only have to use 25% to maintain state roads. According to another source, it's 33%. So saying that they have to maintain 33% for their roads – What's going on with the other 67%? What are they doing with it? What did they do with the two $30 million bonds, one in 22 and one in 23, that they just had a third reading on? Where's the $110 million that the license plate tax generated? I mean, I, I drive down my roads, and, and I don't see the results for that kind of money. And And I think... I think a lot of people in Spartanburg don't see it either. And the numbers, purely from a mathematical standpoint, 
aren't adding up. I mean, they should be paving almost 1,500 miles of roads, and it's not even close. Then I heard, well, we only want to spend about $300 million on the roads. Where's the other $185 million going to go? And who's auditing this? And, and, and I, I don't want to impugn the integrity of the Spartanburg County Council. That's not what I'm trying to do. I don't think anything's doing, anybody's doing anything illegal or taking money. But we're certainly spending money on wants, not necessities. You know, it's nice to have ballparks and beautiful parks and bike trails and every other want you could have. But the necessities like the road, the sheriff's department, the things that we need, 911, they're not spending the money on it. And and I know what attracts people to this area are the niceties, not so much the necessities, but I feel like, you know, we're being taken advantage to taken advantage of and lied to by our county government and and most certainly our state government that if we keep paying and paying and paying, they're going to fix our roads. And and finally, I would ask you, how many times will we be taxed not to fix our roads? Good question. And you see, fixing the roads is the carrot at the end of the stick because people in government know that everybody wants roads fixed. And so that's the carrot at the end of the stick when they want to raise a tax. But if the roads are never fixed, then... We can do another tax another five years down the road and say it's for fixing the road, which have never been fixed in the first place. I, you know, you try to you try to be fair, and you try to be impartial. And and Dr. Jackson, I know I know your character. You're a good man. You never you never try to tell anybody or call anybody a liar or say that they lied. But it's really getting hard to justify how much money we're paying in taxes for, quote, fixing the roads that when you drive on our Spartanburg roads, they don't even look close to being that much money spent. I understand. And, and you're right. It's the carrot that they keep dangling in front of us. And, and, you know, they call it a penny tax. Oh, it's the penny tax. Look what a penny will do. It's not a penny. It's 1%. You know, why don't they even feel honest enough to tell the people, look, we want 1%. And more so, why isn't there an honesty in it that when you collect $115 million in a license plate fee, that you put that on top of the money from the general fund and you catch up on your roads? I mean, we, we have so many people moving into this county every day. I, I think it, the average was like 20.1. Mm-hmm. We have so many people moving into this county there is so many new homes being built. You would think our county would be flush with money. Yeah, a lot, of, it, lot of new homes, a lot of new up. revenue. Right. I mean, Dr. Jackson, if you and I were pulling a wagon and we only had you and I pulling 100 pounds, we'd be straining. But if we had five or ten more guys come in to help pull the wagon, you would think you would think that it's going to get a lot easier for us. Now, I know I'm going to be called a heretic, but, you know, I'm even thinking that maybe the county should be thinking about giving some money back to us. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. Well, now, I understand there's going to be a vote coming up in November about this issue. Is that correct? Yes, it is. It's um, November 2nd. November 7th, I'm sorry. November 7th, the, the people of Spartanburg 
are going to have the chance to vote whether they want to. And I don't know if they're going to if they're going to bill it as extending the one penny or when that penny sunsets the very next day, this penny will go into place. You say a penny, but you mean one percent. Well, I, you know, I even I, I'm, I've got to be kind of careful, Dr. Jackson. If I call it the one percent and they call it the penny, I'm sure some people in passing are going to say, are there two taxes? Yeah, I it's, understand. It's the penny tax, which is actually the one percent. So that is confusing, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, they don't want to confuse you. They're calling it a penny, but in reality, it's one percent. But we're going to have a chance in Spartanburg County on November 7th to vote up or down the, quote, penny tax, which is actually a 1% tax. Correct. And as I understand it, the money that's been collected from license plates and from the road tax on our gas, in in your opinion, in my opinion, in the opinion of so many other people, has not been properly utilized to repair our roads. And I think everybody can, you know, everybody can make that mind up to make their mind up for themselves. Just driving down our roads. Do our roads reflect hundreds of millions of dollars spent on them? I just don't think they have the motivation to fix our roads because a lot of them continue to be reelected in the county council and state representatives. And they've come to they've come to expect that if you tell the people it's only a penny. I mean, if it was really only a penny per transaction, who could get mad that you're paying that? I mean, it would be a pittance to fix the roads. But the problem is they have demonstrated that fixing the roads really aren't a priority, isn't a priority of theirs. Yeah, you're right. Well, Lou, I want you to know I appreciate you clarifying this issue because I've heard it discussed at length in multiple venues, and it has been confusing. And I think your presentation has been very clarifying, not just for me, but probably for my listeners as well. Go ahead, finish up. No, Dr. Jackson, it's you I want to thank. Your your leadership and the respect people have for you, when you decide that you want to clarify an issue or you want to speak for, for the unborn or anything that you've done, um, you've done a very good job of getting to the facts. And, and, and as long as I've known you, um, I don't think you I don't think you pretend to do something. If you do it, it's from your heart. And I don't know if all the people have have known how involved you were with the heartbeat bill and all the other things. And believe me, it's the least I can do just to just to maybe help clarify with this. But it's a big thanks to you, too. Well, you're mighty kind, Lou. I do appreciate that. And I appreciate you being on my program and I appreciate you uh, helping us clarify this issue. And let me say it one more time. There's going to be a vote November the 7th, countywide. It's not a big election season, but it's important that the citizens of our county get out and vote on this very critical issue. Otherwise, you're going to be paying 1% more on every transaction for the next six years. So you need to discuss this with family and friends, and you need to get out there and vote your conscience. Uh, You're listening to More Than Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Jackson. My guest today is Lou Nespeka. Lou, thank you for your time, and thank you for clarifying this issue for us. You're welcome, Dr. Jackson. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of More Than Medicine. For more information about the Jackson Family Ministry, Dr. Jackson's books, 
or to schedule a speaking engagement, go to their Facebook page, Instagram, or their webpage at jacksonfamilyministry.com. This podcast is produced by Bob Sloan Audio Production at bobsloan.com.